0: The Monster's Playbook is an adventure podcast for grown-ups. It contains violence and profanity, and deals with adult themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Specific content warnings can be found in the episode's show notes. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to The Monster's Playbook, an actual play monster of the week podcast that's based on a true story. At least insofar as the story is one time me and my friends played this game and we recorded it. All the stuff we're talking about is fake, but we really did play the game. This week on the cover story, bad guys aren't the only ones who get to have big plans. We're building a contraption to speak to Ember. We're tracking down the mysterious device Jazz brought with him from the future. We're listening back to that folk song that might just be a prophecy. The team is scraping the surface on some of their world's biggest secrets, and they're finally able to put together a plan on how to fight back.
2: I'm John, and I play Mark Clayton. I'm Lauren, and I play
0: Kira and Anna Ashwood. I'm Maya, and I play Theo Nessos.
1: I'm Johnny, and I play literally everybody else. Let's take a closer look. So I think where we'll start given the delightful uh cliffhanger from before we will start with Mark and Kira at Cast of Light at the stone store.
0: All right. Um yeah, I think they like get out of the car and Kira kind of like looks looks over the the shop. It's like you've been here before. Do you think they have silver glass?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. I think Mark oh. is like <laughs> looking at some of the obsidian stones in the in the window. <laughs>
1: just hold on a minute. <laughs> they got a they got a whole new Holy new shipment in. This is a new sheen. I haven't seen this polish before.
0: Right. Okay. I think Kira just like links an arm through, through Tommy's and just like walks into the store. Do,
2: do you see the matte finish one? Oh my god.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. What's great, Mark? Come on. Let's
1: go. <laughs> right, right, right. You walk in. Ding, ding, ding. It's set up kind of like part jewelry store, part like drug paraphernalia store where everything's in these sort of glass racks with different geodes and stones and bits of metal impulse buys of little shiny uh what do they call magnetite i guess
2: oh yeah i almost imagine them having like uh one of those rotating displays or whatever where you press the button and it like oh absolutely it's like old old school absolutely
1: <laughs> there's also a couple of them that are rotating like spinning cylinders they're just catching the light in all different directions behind the counter is someone who is leaned back and mostly covered by the daily newspaper that they are reading. Gestures with two of the fingers on their right hand, a greeting.
0: Hey, um, I'm hoping you could help me out. I'm looking for a sheet of silver glass. Do you have anything like that in store?
1: He will close and fold up the newspaper and you will see that he is a a man probably in in his mid-50s. Diminutive indeed. Horn-rimmed glasses. Tweed jacket. And he'll stand up, but he'll only come up to about your chest and be like, Sure you want silver glass? I think your friend over there was taking a look at some of my new black rocks.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, he, um, he loves, loves Obsidian.
2: I think as you look back, Mark is holding them up like three, three rocks and just kind of like <gasps> just kind of looking at them in different light. And... Oh, God.
0: <laughs> uh, I think Kira just like looks at Mark and shakes her head. Uh, yeah, he, he he's really he really enjoys them. But I am actually really in the market for uh, silver silver glass. If you could help me with that, I'd appreciate that.
1: I think yeah, I think what he'll have is almost like carpet squares, little three by three inch squares of different kinds and different sheens of silver that are like samples. And then you basically will order a sheet of whatever size you like so we have some options here some more reflective some more sort of pure sheen if you will what are we is, what's the project
0: you know i really i'm a huge uh, diyer i love doing projects um wondering if there's something i'm kind of imagining like a, creating like a mirror so something really reflective uh which of these would best suit that about this one
1: uh, and a fine choice and then it'll sort of bring it over and start to ring it in. What size are we looking for for this mirror that you're building from scratch?
0: Do I know how big it would need to be?
1: How big do you want it to be?
0: Maybe like the size of like a like a like a medicine cabinet type mirror if that makes sense. so not like a full length like length one but like a like a little like square okay. shaped one. Yeah, nothing, nothing too big or gaudy, uh, just a uh, uh, functional thinking. Maybe maybe putting it in the, in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, of course. this silver will look will look wonderful in a your perfectly normal bathroom with a mirror that you're constructing from scratch out of silver. You start to type in, gets to what the price is, then goes, will you be knitting any, I don't know, gold inlay or a specific wood for a frame, or and he pauses meaningfully and goes, Jasper.
2: Jasper? What
0: does he mean by that?
2: Roll read about situation. Also, I think out of curiosity, Mark is like looking at this new mat. It's like obsidian, but it's been like frosted or yep. whatever. And I think he pulls out a stone and looks at this thing and just without thinking, just like touches it to it. Oh yeah?
0: John! Why are you always the button pusher? Why do you say things? <laughs>
2: Because it's Why? totally something Mark would do. It's true. Ah.
1: <laughs> Mark will use magic.
2: <laughs> Nine.
0: <laughs> oh No.
2: You never know. It could be good.
0: I rolled a 13 advanced move, by the way, on Reed' bad situation.
2: On my bad situation?
0: <laughs> no, on the Jasper thing. <laughs> She, I think Kira just kind of assumes you're probably going to do something and she's just kind of Mark
1: is going to ruin everything. We'll have to fix it. We'll just I'm
0: just guessing Tommy that some at some point he will press he he we know he has a history for pressing buttons and like uh-huh, uh-huh. putting masks on. Let's just be real, something's going to happen. And just adding rocks into the mix is even it's just getting even more dicey.
1: We'll just have to cross that bridge when Mark burns it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Kira firstly He thinks you are making a different kind of magical mirror. He knows that you are buying this kind of silver because of its propensity for magic. And he knows that by uh, combining it with the stone Jasper, it can be made to become a window into another location. Like you could use it to spy on somebody. Ah. But as he's asking that, and you're like, no, that's not what, you hear like a clink from behind you. And Mark, pick a glitch. Oh, unwanted side effect. All right.
0: No, it's it's not not that kind of project. It's something else,
1: sir. We don't allow uh, outside food, drink, or stones. What? Huh? And uh, Mark, you are looking at your little slab of obsidian <laughs> and this new uh, matte finish slab of obsidian. And when you look at both of them, in each, you see the flaming countenance of. The fire demon Oscar Hendrickson.
2: You split oh him up. No. Uh, sure. Uh, you made double?
0: Did he double or did he split him? I mean, it's kind of the same thing, I guess.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm like clicking it more. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> go back. Go back.
0: Yeah, Kira's eyes go wide. and She's like, Mark, put the stones down, please.
2: Uh, I think I might buy this one. Now, (laughs) how much is this one?
1: Tommy is staring daggers at you, Mark. (laughs) What are you doing?
2: (laughs) What is Gadrelle doing?
1: (laughs) Making herself very small. (laughs) Without breaking eye contact with you, Mark, this guy behind the counter is just going to click another couple of buttons on the cash register and be like, will there be anything else
0: no, that's it for us. Thank you very much, sir.
2: <laughs> Mark's thinking, "Am I going to have to sell my motorcycle for this?" <laughs> Which is okay because I'm, I like it.
1: <laughs> Silver glass on its own, apparently, plus the uh, neo Sheen obsidian. That will be uh, seven hundred and sixty-eight dollars and forty-five cents.
0: Great. <clears throat> Mark, you wanna go halfsies?
2: Uh, out of curiosity, like How much money do you have? How much money do I have? <laughs> I mean he has a nice house.
1: Well you haven't really been showing up to work. It seems it seems boring to me to say that you couldn't afford this. I think this this will be like the only other time I mentioned money was in season two. But th- th- it is a lot of money. It's a big it's a big single purchase. You can hack it, but you might be splitting dinners with Lariat for a while.
2: We can go halfsies.
0: Great. Kira Kira will pay it, and we'll just hope that Mark is good for the half.
2: And I think Mark tries to, like, hide it under his jacket so that the, the owner can't see the light kind of jumping around inside there. <laughs> Reluct under pressure.
0: So do you often, can I actually help out and be like, so do you often, um, do, do you, are you a practitioner? Do you do, do you do spells?
1: Sure, we'll help out.
0: Jasper. <laughs> Eight. That's a 12 advance move.
1: Oh. So, yeah, Mark, you are like sort of futzing with this thing. I think Kira fully like steps in between you and this guy and starts babbling about magic mirrors. And I think the guy is like, I am a purveyor of fine metals, gems, and. Precious stones. What my clientele chooses to do or conjure with those gems is technically their business.
2: You
0: know, actually, I have a business of my own. I think Kira's gonna like pull out a business card. Actually,
2: <laughs> it says the monsters' playbook on it.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's it's uh it's dawn Break Investigations. Uh, we sometimes have need for uh strange um. Items such as these precious stones, uh, unique woods, things like that. Um, You seem to have a lot of these at your disposal. Maybe we could talk about setting up some sort of an arrangement.
1: I will allow your previous charm roll to ride and he will accept it and be like, I see. Well, I would always rather be busy than bored.
0: Well, um, sounds like a good deal. What was your name, by the way? And she like sticks out her hand.
1: I think you will take your hand. You can call me Delano.
0: Pleased to meet you, Delano. Looking forward to doing business.
1: Yes, thank you. Good luck completing whatever it is you're building. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I think Mark walks out with this big stone.
0: I think we, as we're like walking out of the the establishment, Kira like puts like a hand on (laughs) the back of your neck and is like, What did I say about playing with rocks? These do not work well for you.
2: You said don't be in front of other people when I do it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I was in the corner.
0: In a shop full of people.
2: <laughs> I think Mark ticks out the new rock and is just kind did, of like what drooling happened? over it. I look at it.
0: Yes, I see. It looks like there's two Oscars now.
2: I know. I mean, I know that part, but did you clone him? What did you do? I, I don't know, but. What did he do? Can I investigate? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Fuck. <laughs> let's, listen, let's just bring it back to headquarters or whatever and figure this out.
0: Uh, Okay, head to Dawnbreak.
2: I mean, maybe he's weaker separated. Like,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How is this maybe good?
0: Do we get the manifest from Tara yet?
1: Real quick. So that will happen. You guys will head back to Dawnbreak. Are Theo and Anna still at Clockwork Child?
0: Yeah. I mean, Theo would reach out to the Star King to ask about Anna. But being that like his attention turned.
1: Yeah, you will go back to Dawnbreak and there will be a fax from Tara.
0: Regardless, Theo would have asked the Greyhound, like, what is it? What do you see? But I don't know when and how and if you want to do that, Johnny.
1: I think I don't want to do that. If you reach out to the Star King right now, he won't answer you.
0: I think Theo would march back inside and to Anna. How'd it go? We might be seeing my family a lot sooner than I thought. Want to go on a road trip? Oh, joy. Yeah. Um, I should probably change. Um, I am not in the good shape to meet the mafia. I mean, the Maggio. Um, <laughs> right. there's, a, there's a difference. I mean, it's not a big difference, but there is a difference. Either way, I feel like I should probably be better dressed. Um, yeah. Do you want, I can help you. Like, I can go, we can. Yeah. Um, do you have any like pants that don't have holes or maybe like shoes that aren't dirty?
1: Mm-hmm. Harsh.
0: What, what size shoes do you wear? Eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what size Theo wears, but it sounds really close. She probably wears like a nine. <laughs> Theo will go to her bag and I think pull out. You know what? Why don't I just like, I'll just go get some clothes. It's fine. I'll I'll go shopping. I'll get something nice. It'll be good. I've been meaning to get a new outfit anyway. Well, Johnny, would you let me use magic to like change Anna's clothes. <laughs> yes. Arthur, isn't your family magical? Wouldn't they know that these are magic, like magical clothes? Wouldn't that be. Weird? What if they just like saw through it and they just saw like my Cinderella <laughs> outfit? <laughs> We're not like magic lie detectors. I mean, like I've been lying to my family about- I've heard your cat is. Boy, you going to tell her, Tell them just like, oh yeah, these are my clothes? Like, Maybe. Who knows? It could come up. It'll be fine. People do weird things <laughs> in front of family. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 14 advance move, Johnny.
1: Why don't you tell me what Anna is wearing?
0: Okay, Let me, give me one second. Let me pull up my Theo Pinterest. What if it's not even my style? Well, is there anything specific that you want as Theo is like pulling and weaving magicka?
1: It would probably be better if it's not your style, kid.
0: Does Ramsey Lincoln say that?
1: I think right now it's Lincoln.
0: Okay, I think she shoots Lincoln a, a glare and is just like, it can still have tastes of my own. Um, so Theo is, like, holding a bunch of Magicka around her hands. Is there anything in particular that you want, clothing-wise? No pink. No pink! Alright. <laughs> That's good. Theo's just gonna, like, throw this Magicka at you, almost like fairy dust. And I do definitely imagine it, like, hit you and then, like, sparkle, like, down. it had blue hair? Yeah, she's got blue hair.
1: I want Anna to roll Act Under Pressure to see whether she sneezes or not. Nine. You sneeze. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh, fuck. I think that, um, Anna's hair is no longer blue, it's brown. (laughs) Does she still have the undercut or is it normal? Oh, it's normal. Like what do you mean? Like Kira style hair? you just making her look like Kira? (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of making you look like Theo a little bit, but like you have like longer than shoulder length, I think, curled brown hair,
1: like layered,
0: like it's really cute black overalls like the fashionable kind that like cut above the ankle you have a cute dark brown like boot heels a white t-shirt and i think there's also a like maroon red not lacy but like velvet we can do velvet i like that a lot better uh velvet like cardigan that's like kind of big and like wavy gold earrings She'll, she'll make it a little punk for you. There'll be um, safety pins. And the gold necklace is a fox. Cute. What color What color are her eyes? Because they were speckled brown. Oh, yeah, she looks like Kira. Sorry, Kira. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think she looks in the mirror and it's just kind of like... Uh... What? What? You don't look that bad. Your hair looks really cute. Yeah, it's just... a, uh, You know, years of thinking you look one way and then you kind of just look another, They're how you've always looked, it's, yeah. Um, what does that mean? I, I asked you if there's anything in particular and you didn't no, say anything it's, except for it's, no pink. It's fine, it's just, this is how, this kind of looks like Kira. But thank you, thank you, Theo. I mean, I have that exact jumpsuit in my closet, but okay.
1: Lowry's, Lowry's voice will pop in and go, You look exactly like Kira. <laughs> yeah. It's weird.
0: I think in her head, she's just like, thank you. I think like one last thing before we go, maybe like, um, maybe Lincoln, do you have any like protection potions either against like other potions or like magical control? Just the last time that like somebody came over, um, my family tried giving Mark a lying tea or truth tea, excuse me. Luckily he didn't have any, but. Well, I'm wondering if there isn't something that maybe like Iniko's senses couldn't help me heighten to like sense magical things a little bit more readily.
1: I think Lincoln will bend down and scratch Inko behind the ears and be like, he is your familiar.
0: Yeah. I want, could Anna maybe be like, what do you think, buddy? You want to be my eyes and ears?
1: He'll like flick his ears. Eyes and ears and paws and tail. <laughs> so cute. <laughs>
0: All right. I'm wondering if she can maybe use magic somehow to like like infuse herself with like his um senses if like she's kind of done it before like when she was in the basement of Dawnbreak.
1: That is largely how the familiar is meant to work anyway as I understand it. So I think that part he will be able to communicate with you through his semi-broken English and through any other senses that he is able to take in.
0: Okay. Does he have to be with me though? I assume
1: what do you mean? He'll have to be where you where the thing that you want to investigate is. Okay, he'll have All to right. be able to investigate it. Himself. I
0: hope your family doesn't mind if I bring my familiar. Um, as long as he doesn't eat Sev uh Oh.
1: Is Sev Dominos a kind of sausage?
0: Um, no. Sev is a cat that can tell when people are lying. He's kind of like you. He's um a friend of Theo's of her family, but you cannot eat him. <laughs> But you can eat this. And so I think she like pulls out like a fucking like a stick of like, um, yes, Slim Jims. She pulls out like a fucking Slim Jim. <laughs> He's like, but you can have some of this.
1: He'll like straighten up and like stand stock still as though trying to impress you enough to be offered the Slim Jim.
0: <laughs> oh. yeah. I think she'll, she'll give him a little bit of that and be like, oh, you're so good. Good boy. scratch him.
1: <laughs> Hang on.
0: All right. And then I think, yeah, she'll like kind of uh, like like pat her shoulder and have him like kind of jump up on her shoulder and curl her, like his tail around her like and just sit there. All right. Oh, crap. Yano. Ooh. Yeah. You want to come with Yano? You know the Maji or the Nessos.
1: I know the Nessos.
0: But you don't make a habit of meeting with them? He doesn't like my family.
1: I see. What do you want him to do?
0: I don't want him to come because I'm afraid of him getting hurt or in trouble. But Theo is the one that picked him up from his apartment. So... I mean, we can give him a ride back. Do we have enough room in my car? I thought it was only two seats. Well, Anna, like, looks at Lincoln. I'm asking this time, can we use the car?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll manipulate someone.
0: <laughs> 15, 15.
1: Crazy, crazy.
0: <laughs> Double sixes. I mean, do you think like would it be a bad idea if we take two separate cars and like Yano like waits outside in like the Clockwork Child's like van in case we need like a getaway? Oh my god, <laughs> you are in the mafia. No, not in the ma. <laughs> You're asking for a getaway car to, to go speak with your family, Theo. I'm just concerned about you. If you need, if you need a getaway car, we can take two cars. That's fine. Right? We can take two cars, Yano.
1: So taking two cars, I'm not concerned with. What are you going to do with those two cars? Are you going to use one of those two cars to take Yano back to his apartment? Or are you going to use one of those two cars to bring him to the Nessos house?
0: And stay in the fucking van. And
1: operate as a getaway driver.
0: <laughs> Probably the latter. I'm thinking if Yano could like park on the street at like the neighbor's house or something.
1: Roll manipulate someone, Theo. 11. I'm going on the record. I do not like this plan, but I like much less you going into that home unsupported.
0: Thank you. Also, what is like our objective with your family? Are we trying to... When I went to talk to the Grey Hand about the debt that he holds over you, he was watching the clockwork child, but then all of a sudden he looked towards my house, which made me think that something is going on. And when I asked him what... What what was it? What did he see? He didn't answer me. Hmm. Okay. So you're going to ask what they're up to? I guess I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. I mean, with everything that happened with Deacon, and I don't know if Theo's told any of you guys this, but my father had a meeting of a couple of Maggio members, and the meeting was about me, but I don't know why. That seems concerning, especially considering you weren't invited to the meeting. Yeah. Okay. Um, any? Are we going to bring anything else up that we just discussed here today? Ma- uh, Magica or Selina, or do you want to table that for later? Maybe table it for later. I mean, I feel like if anything, it's just this recon. Oh. Oh. Okay. What? Okay. No, I'm great at recon. I'm good at investigating. No, but what was that okay? Like, that wasn't like, like, okay. That was like, okay. Like, that there's something else that like, like I'm doing something wrong or like that I miss it. Like what? No, 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 no. I think she like, puts her, puts her hands on your shoulders. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Whatever you want to do with you. I mean, if it come comes up, I can ask. I'll follow your lead. Okay. We've got this. It's going to be great. Yeah. I want you to say it. You don't sound very convincing right now. Tell me you've got this. I've got this. Fucking say it like you mean it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got this. Use your diaphragm. It's like this part under your chest. Oh, I don't know, Anna. (sighs) You've got this. Um, Can Anna use one of her abjuration effects on Theo?
1: Yes, but before that happens, Lincoln is going to be leaning against the counter and go, that was pathetic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> to me or to theo
1: to the whole no, so, whole, the whole situation thing. the coaching and the performance just i oof. think she
0: she whirls around and points a finger at lincoln i don't want to hear shit out of you i was gonna say anna can you roll plus sharp yes five
2: <laughs> never, mind. <laughs> oh, never mind
1: you are borrowing my car So you will take my commentary.
0: (sighs) You know, I appreciate the commentary. Your advice would be nice, too. Aren't you supposed to be like my mentor or something?
1: I'm your boss.
0: I'm your fucking apprentice. You're supposed to be teaching me things. Unless you're just going to sit back and give little witty jabs.
1: Maybe that's my management style.
0: Well, it sucks.
1: Hey, who's the mentor? Who's the apprentice?
0: Rolls her eyes. Theo is gathering all... Of her things rubbing at her face.
1: He will say, when you're sneaking in, the objective is to not be seen. But you're going in the other way. So your objective is to 100% be seen. Make sure they see something that will tell them the whole story. Show them what you want to see. If they think you're there to get information out of them, they'll lock it up. Give them another story for why you're there.
0: Oh, that's another story we could tell, Theo?
1: Mentorship.
0: Good job. You did your job. I know. Let me try to do mine. I do I do want to, because I had asked if Anna could do one of her abjuration things on Theo.
1: hmm
0: I'm wondering if she could... Where do you have your tattoos, Theo? On your back? Yeah. Hey, could I, like do something um i was thinking i could maybe uh inscribe this into your just into your tattoo so that it's like kind of like hidden um amongst your other tattoo but uh i was thinking i could maybe uh give you a little protection you can try i don't know if the two different like magics will conflict against each other it's not i'm not trying to interact like inner. it's just kind of to hide it obscure it so like yeah She's just gonna, she wants to put it like somewhere near where your other tattoo is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Theo would take off her sweatshirt and she's just wearing like a tank top underneath. And I want to, yeah, do the effect to take some time to inscribe a tattoo on Theo that protects them is against a specific type of monster. Could I have it be the Maggio? You could. I want to do it against the Magio. Okay. That will be that they cannot locate them through magical means. So if we need to get out of there, if you're in danger in any way, they can't trace you. To cloaking, yeah, yeah. No.
1: Okay. Do
0: you need to roll it all for that or no? No, it just happens. No. Nice. You
1: just have to be able to spend some time doing it.
0: But I do also wonder, could I do a magic spell on Theo?
1: To do what?
0: Give her a confidence boost.
1: Oh. Roll we'll use magic.
0: Okay. Can I bump up her charisma? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. That's a. That's a 10.
1: Okay. Theo, you find yourself standing up a little bit taller. I think you are aware that Anna has cast a sort of low-level positive illusion spell on you.
0: I think, honestly, it reminds me of Selina. Selena has done not, like, the same thing, but similar, like, um, encouragement <laughs> things.
1: It pleases me to imagine that at least at one point... Something similar was happening where she had been trying to tell you to tell yourself, I can do this. And then she actually like conjured an illusory version of yourself who said, I can do this with extreme confidence. And then went, see, like that. (laughs) Oh, cute.
0: So I don't know. Does that like mechanically have any benefit for her? Like would she get like a like a plus one to like an act under pressure or something or like what? does that like mean other than just like she feels better
1: (laughs) i think what it will mean is that i will instead of calling for act under pressure roles at certain points over the next coming moments with her family i won't and you won't be forced to shut down or run away or hide
0: okay yeah i mean the other thing is that i do have the cosmic insight that i never need to act under pressure due to feelings of fear despair or isolation
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good thing, because that's kind of your whole deal right now.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my whole deal with my family, yep. Um, Okay,
1: cool. Okay, so Kira and Mark pull back up into Dawnbreak. And yeah, Kira, when you go into your office, I'm deciding. There is a fax there waiting for you. I think that all that you are looking for, you are coming through looking for anything that could meet the description. Has Jazz described physically what the heatsink looks like?
0: I don't remember um I mean he described what it mm-hmm. what it did.
1: Well, the punchline is that as you're going through this there is I think the thing one of the things that you pull out is that some of the things were damaged and what they know is that about 5 years ago his cache of stuff was raided by a like sort of fly-by-night cult as far as they could tell following that that's why his security system was so fucking insane they know vaguely where that cult is based
0: uh um which is who is the cult is it the one that has been working with rex crook that he had there was like a new leader of something that uh you had mentioned horatio downing
1: no so in cross's notes he's very um dismissive of them they called themselves the followers of thugamon
0: does it have any relation to pokemon no thugamon
1: god damn it there were a number of them they wore masks that he describes as stupid but again his notes are a little thin i think but one of them is described as a a glowing woman and so that was enough to make him sort of take them seriously enough that he didn't seek out the stuff they stole because none of it was anything he had himself developed or found use for. And it was also why he juiced up his security so much.
0: Well, Mark, I don't know if doors actually has the device that we're looking for. It sounds like it might be with this cult of Fugumon. Fugumon. Yeah. Like Pokemon, but Fugumon.
2: I It's going to say it sounds.
0: They probably get that all the time.
1: Mark is, Vibe check. Is Dockers with you? Or where is he at?
2: Yeah, he's in my head.
1: All right. Just checking.
0: Let us know when we do get our visions, please. They haven't haven't happened yet, I thought, right?
1: You can get them now, I think. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Anna, as you are sort of stepping towards the car and Mark, honestly, when you hear the term followers of Thugamon, you sort of lose consciousness, and Dockers sort of takes the wheel, and and Mark, in an odd voice, is like, "That does sound familiar." Um, I don't know whatever theme song you guys are humming, but Dockers? Yeah, probably. Oh shoot, am I talking out loud?
0: Yeah, you're good to hear from you. It's been a while.
1: Is this part of me being doomed? <laughs> And Mark, you are having your vision. You got pulled into your tropical living room inside your head and then put to sleep. And you are viewing the futuristic nebulae and the quartet of stars on the forehead of some kind of monster.
0: The I think Kira crosses her arms and she's like, you've heard of this cult before, doctors?
1: Yeah, I guess it would make sense if they were a cult.
0: What were they to you uh, when you met them before?
1: Oh, these are the, these are the dicks that killed me.
0: Oh. What, can, what do you know about them?
1: They're a bunch of dicks.
0: This is important. If we need to go after these people because they have this heat sink thing, we might need to know what we're up against. Can I ask you some questions about how you died?
1: We'll investigate a mystery.
0: Nine?
1: You can ask him one question about how he died.
0: When you died. Was there any... I think i, I think I more or less... Because I feel like he kind of has described to us before a little bit about how he died. Like he got, he and Sonoma, I think was her name. Yep. yep. They were running and what happened? It was like, they had- He told Sonoma to run so that yeah. he could distract them. Yep. And they stabbed him a bunch. Okay. But he saw like the- But then there was like smoke coming out. There was like a portal and there was, He saw in the very distance, like a large face um, and people coming in and out. Of it. You said that you saw people coming out of a, of a portal or something when, when you died. Can you describe those people? What did they look like?
1: Yeah, they were wearing like robes, but not like hippie robes, which would have been like cool. And they had like gross devil masks, like, but not like store-bought. Like, probably made them out of the papier-mâché.
0: papier-mâché. <laughs> okay.
1: Hey, I got culture. Mhm. I took two and a half years of art school.
0: Could you draw out the what the masks look like? And I think she like maybe grabs like fetches some paper and just like puts it in front of her with like a pencil.
1: Yeah, drawing's gonna kind of be tough because like you know I'm like just kind of a spirit ghost. Oh, I'm in, possessing Mark, Dude. Yeah. Mark, would you, on Docker's behalf, roll act under pressure, please? Ten. Exquisite. So as he is doing this, you will come back to consciousness and basically be in Docker's seat co-piloting. You will see you like sort of come back from your odd vision and see Docker's with your hand. He draws a couple of different figures. They each have like kind of judge robes with big baggy sleeves. And then these masks that have really toothy scowls and squinted eyes or like scowling eyes. And then these teeny tiny horns sticking out of the forehead.
0: So I, as Lauren, assume that these are like Oni masks, but could Kira maybe roll dark past to see if she's seen anything like this before? Sure. Just a seven. So um, I think that's one question I would say when I dealt with this creature, what did I learn?
1: I think this, even, this isn't even necessarily part of your dark past. It's part of your past past. I'm just
0: my past past.
1: Because the thing that this resembles more than anything is Hestor, the ogre prince. I think you learned that is the form taken by certain princes of there. You learned they can and do have a certain amount of sway over vulnerable humans, that they can bend them to their will.
2: hmm
1: And you learned that they are... Um, Proud and fickle. All
0: right. So I think Kira would after Dockers is maybe done with drawing this mask out that he saw or these figures out. Mm-hmm. She might actually hand it over to their degree and be like, Can you check and see if we have anything like this in the library? At once. <laughs> but I think she'd look back at uh Mark slash Dockers and be like, Mark, are you still where are where's Mark? <laughs>
2: hi i'm here i think mark says telepathically
1: yeah he's here
2: oh um are you what what happened i'm just uh i i don't i don't know uh, but i'm in docker's spot now so yeah that's new
0: did you like go to sleep what happened
2: i just kind of fell out of consciousness and then docker's took over
1: Sorry about that, bud. It's just like you weren't using it.
2: Do you normally do that? Uh, no, not normally. Maybe I need a new sweater for my mom or something. Where'd you go?
1: Maybe you need to get
2: better sleep. Where did I go? I'm, I'm in Docker's spot. You know how...
0: No. Uh, did you like have a dream or something? You said you'd lost consciousness.
2: I did have a dream. And then I, I tell her everything about the constellation dream that I had.
0: <laughs> We're finding a pale gold glowing monstrous shape. Long limbs and legs that bend the wrong way. Bloating of the head. Digital horns wielding a scythe. Metallic plating on the forehead with star shapes. I think after he describes all of those details, Kira might be like to him slash Dockers. Does that sound like any of these people that you saw when you died, Dockers?
1: No, sounds sick there.
0: But the horns, that kind of makes me think that it's maybe related. Like these, these masks. I think we need to figure out what this, what this cult is. Does the report say anything about where the cult is like located or anything?
1: Vaguely. The report has has them based out of Golden Valley.
0: Mark, do you think you could maybe narrow down where these people are?
2: I mean, I can give it a shot. I don't know if I have full control. I'll try. And then I'm going to try and reach out to one of these cult members to see where.
1: Like through TuneIn?
2: Through, through TuneIn, yes. Okay, do that.
1: 10. Sick. Ask your X questions.
2: What are they planning to do next?
1: They are planning to get more fuel for their master's treasure machine.
2: Don't like that. What will grab its attention?
1: What would get their attention is a large quantity of blood.
2: Okay. Uh, Let's go with my original question, which I don't even remember what it was. What do they regard as the biggest threat? Thank you.
1: What they regard as the biggest threat is the one who killed their master's master.
2: Oh, shit.
1: I was hoping there would be,
2: like, a name so I'd be able to track that down.
1: Well, you want me to tell you the name?
2: I mean, yes. I mean, yes, but hold on. <laughs> I mean, not, no. Should we go to a library and find the name?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have uh, a very degree actually looking into these kind of masks that they're wearing now to see if there's any, maybe any information on where they come from. Maybe that will give us more information on them. Okay. Speaking of which, what a very degree find. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Luisa Madrigal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll investigate a mystery.
0: With uh, Would this be lore library?
1: Yeah, I think it would.
0: With plus one. Hell yeah. That's a 15 advanced move.
1: Gunga damn. That's two questions.
0: Could I ask this followers of Thugamon... Yeah, who's Th- Thugamon? What can I find out about Thugumon?
1: Thugumon was a prince of the sea.
0: Ah. Thugumon was a prince of the sea. Uh, are, there any, are there any records of like what happened to Thugumon?
1: I've written myself into a corner here because <sighs> information on there is scarce and esoteric, but I think I would like to now introduce whose writings have been largely lost but who has written extensively, apparently, each of his writings are very dense on the cosmology of there. I would like to call this person the scholar. And specific to Thugumon, the scholar refers to Thugumon as the escaped one. That when what happened to the Sea King happened to him, Thugumon wasn't there.
0: He escaped? Yes. So there could be like a full-on prince potentially still about
1: walking around without a king
0: okay would could i ask like like what are they capable of is that like a maybe are they are they
1: supernatural or
0: what can it do i think is a question that you can ask and investigate a mystery that sounds like a good one
1: what can what do
0: a cult specifically i guess it seems like maybe they're trying to do some sort of like ritual or something. I'm wondering if there's any writings about like the kinds of magics that they try to do or anything like that, or.
1: I think as the escaped one, he empowers them with the ability to leave anywhere they're in danger instantly. They have had for decades a sort of what your resources would refer to it as is an undying soldier.
0: Oh, well, that's great. Okay. And what's my freebie?
1: The Undying Soldier is a female ghost.
0: All right. Well, uh, Kira would take those findings and share them with Mark. Still don't know exactly where they are, but um, they're, the cult of Thugumon worships someone who used to be a prince of the sea, or I guess is still technically a prince of the sea, but since the sea kingdom doesn't really exist anymore, they're sort of a kingless prince, but still very powerful and can give their followers... Basically, I guess like sort of some sort of the teleportation abilities to to get out of situations if they're if they're in danger and some sort of ghost super soldier called the Undying Soldier.
2: You thinking that Ro might know or have more information about this?
0: I mean, if there's very few people who probably would know more, honestly, do you think you could get in contact with her?
2: I can. Um, And I think Mark holds his eyes and tries to communicate with Ro. Do you have a second?
1: Is the second the one that's now? What's um happening? Need to know about this Thugaman. I think you will hear her audibly roll her eyes. Ugh, him. Who exactly? Thugaman. He's a, a twit. Why are you asking me about it? The prince of a dead king.
2: We're we're looking for information right now on this on the so-called cult and.
1: Oh, he's got a cult now. Yeah, that makes sense. You guys weren't on the best terms, were you? <laughs> not a lot of people were on good friends with old Thugamon. Okay, um, well, do
2: you know anybody that's still around that we might be able to, uh, tap on some
1: shoulders? You mean on your side of things? Is there no one on our side of things? Or don't you know? You know who you might ask. Wait, how long do humans live?
2: Uh, around a hundred years.
1: If you're lucky, and a year is the one that's
2: three hundred and sixty-five days.
1: Okay, Gail Friedberg. Um, there's something you should know about Thugman. So we choose our princes. You know that, right? Like I chose you. You proved yourself. You're strong and clever, etc. I don't need to. Th- Thugamon was different. Androgoras didn't choose him, per se, because Thugamon is his son. He lived his whole life being looked at as less than. If he's really still out there, I think that's going to make him dangerous. Take your spear, Mark. She means Catrell. I know. Good. I was
2: like, wait a minute. I got a sp- Oh, it's Catrell.
1: <laughs>
2: you got it. Thank you for this information.
0: And. Clarification on Gale. Is Gale like just somebody who knows more about Thugumon or the cult or a current member or?
1: I kind of think Ro would be a little shitty about giving you the information. She's someone who was obsessed with Thugumon and I think vice versa.
0: Mm. Okay. Is she from there? No. Okay. Well, I guess we can go try to find this Gale Friedberg woman. Maybe should will know a little bit more, but where to find them, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think that would be a good next step. Should I just keep using my mind powers to try and find? Where's Gail? Gail. <laughs> <Gale.
1: laughs> I do think Tommy will be like, Nick still has an expired login to the DMV.
0: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's call <up> Nick. <laughs> or actually, do we, do you know his password, Tommy? It's probably like.
1: <laughs> oh, tell me what you think it is. White snake rules with a Z.
0: Yeah, it's probably something stupid, like some rock band. Tommy, do you know what his login is? You know, you know, don't you?
1: I want you to roll manipulate someone.
0: <laughs> a ten.
1: I'm supposed to it's his login. It's j it's fine. It's fine.
0: I mean we can either call him and ask him to do it himself, or we can just, you know, cut cut the line.
1: All right, he'll do it.
0: She's like leaning over her shoulder and she's like, White snake with a Z. Like, <laughs> <Duh. That's
1: cool. laughs> get out of here.
0: Uh, so, uh, sorry. Just change. Maybe he should just change it. It's not.
1: He did change it. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, when he took control, so the person who, it doesn't matter. Where does Gail? <laughs> she lives on Duluth Lane in Golden Valley, Minnesota.
0: Well, two birds on stone, I guess. She's in Golden Valley. Is there anything we need to bring? We gotta chase her down?
1: If you want my advice, says Donovan, I'd bring more friends.
0: Yeah, I wonder where Theo and Anna are.
1: Theo and Anna are?
0: on <laughs> route to the Nessos household.
1: En route to the Nessos household and trying to come up with an excuse for why Anna, who looks, one, a lot like Kira, and two, pretty great, is there. I mean, three, they've
0: never met Kira,
1: so that point is moot. I'm just pointing it out. I mean, we could
0: tell the truth, like you and I were studying together, and I just felt something off and came home to check on things. hmm I mean, they're a magical family. Maybe they'd be interested in the fact that I work at a magical shop. What is my family's um Opinion on the clockwork child. Roll plus sharp. Ten.
1: Okay. They know about the elder tomes. They know about all the actual magical shit that Lincoln slash Ramsey sells and has. They find the other stuff, the fact that they sell records and t-shirts and incense and tea and charlatanery distasteful. They think the clockwork child is wasting its potential.
0: But they recognize that they do actually have potential. Yeah. I mean, it's a good cover if we want to go with what with what Lincoln said. I mean, it's pretty close to what we were actually doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, if you feel comfortable with me telling them that you work there. Yeah, I don't, if they want to come for me, come for me, man. <laughs> I mean- but it'll be fine. It's not going to happen. Plus, the Clockwork Child is like one of the safest places. They've got like protection spells. It's all good.
1: Of note, if you guys are having this conversation en route, that means that Yano is following you in the Clockwork Child car.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. all right, well, that's that's what we'll go with.
1: And he's just like tapping the steering wheel being like, no one to hold them. No one to hold them. No one to walk away
0: okay so you work at the clockwork child we were studying together yeah studying together and i just felt something was off and came home to check on it and you offered to come and help if help was needed i mean the clockwork child is always looking for new uh for new favored customers for business opportunities yeah okay i think that's a I guess a decent cover, although it's not really a cover. It's just the truth. Well, you know what the best lies are. They always have a grain of truth. Uh, yeah. Theo, like, on grips but regrips the steering wheel. Okay. Um, just to give you kind of, like, a heads up, um, because you've never met my family. So there's my mom and my dad. Um, and then there's my older brother, um, Bennett. And then you've met Jacob in Chicago. He's not here, though, right? No, he lives in Chicago. I haven't heard from him since. And then there are the twins, Kathleen and Katerina. Um, they're the ones that tried to give Mark truth tea. Hmm. Sounds like a very pesky, sisterly thing to do. Yeah, if they're going to give you any kind of trouble, it would be very, you know, sisterly and mischievous. They're really into like herbs and chemistry and that kind of stuff, druidish things. And then, you know, Deacon. Yep. And then, you know, Sept Dominos. And that's about it. Okay, okay. Kathleen, Katarina, Bennett, mom and dad. Yep. And can't forget Sev. Yeah. So Theo's just going to, yeah, drive. I think that we made a deal with Yano that he parks somewhere down the block out of sight. Mm -hmm. Um, And Theo will pull up to the gate of her family's, which opens for her and... Into the driveway that definitely like has like the long driveway and like you have to go around the back. Yep. They so just parks outside, but there is a garage of cars, like a hangar of cars.
1: This is notable to you, Anna. Like, it looks like a dealership.
0: mhm Well, shit! This is like house could be on like a movie on like like Clueless or something. You're like, share, yeah, got like your mansion over here. What? They've, it's probably before your time. um No, um, it's just, you're really rich. My dad likes specific cars. Mm-hmm, and it looks like he can afford them. My family's old. Yes. I mean, we're the seventh generation. Of Nessos? Yeah. All right, well, let's go meet Pops. Or whoever is home. Um, if you do see them, like my mother or father, don't, don't call them, like hops or just you know you you just be like miss like mr nessos i guess mr nessos that sounds oddly formal oh you know what i'm good with people it'll be fine don't worry Theo. i just don't i don't know because i've never really had anybody over like when mark was here like neither of my parents were here thankfully but theo i talk to customers all day long i genuinely am actually pretty good about navigating social situations when you give me the chance I just this never happened to me before, and I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. Ugh, you're fine, Theo. Let's just let's just go. And I think she like links an arm through yours and actually starts dragging you towards the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. She still she has Iniko with her too on her shoulder. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Theo will open the front door. Is there anything outside or anything going on that is
1: unusual? The place you parked. You did park amongst some uncommon cars and some unfamiliar cars.
0: Okay, so non-family cars.
1: The Asteri cars still here.
0: So it's pretty much all the same cars that were here from, like, the previous meeting still here?
1: Yeah, seems that way. Ooh.
0: Hey, just a heads up. The cars from the meeting the other night are still here. Oh, great, then it's a party. Well, it's a meeting. Right. It could be a party, though. See, so you will lead the way inside. listeners i hope you're getting ready for more anna and theo content i know i'm not but it'll be fine i mean they're just gonna meet theo's family and you know just question them and see what's going on i'm I'm sure it'll be fine yeah Anyway, uh, tonight it is just me giving you some announcements and some reminders and telling you about our promo this week. So why don't we just jump into it? Today, we have a new NPC bonus episode on our Patreon about Lincoln Ramsey. It was a lot of fun to record and we hope that you like it. And our next episode of The Cover Story will be available on December 19th. Bit of a early holiday present to you all. If you'd like to support the show, leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your listening platform of choice would be greatly appreciated. And tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get our show noticed. You can follow us on social media. We are still on Twitter at Monster Playbook. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Blue Sky Social at Monsters Playbook. You can also join our Discord. It's lots of fun. We have listening parties and much, much more. If you're able to support us monetarily, you can subscribe to our Patreon. We have a merch store. We also have a Kofi page. Links to all of these things that I've mentioned and more can be found in our Direct Me profile in this episode's show notes. I'm really excited to tell you guys about our promo for this week, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a D&D podcast. I personally have been listening to them for the past month, and am already on season two and they have quite a few seasons. It is a podcast with improvisers who've never role-played before and they just jump right into Dungeons and Dragons. They have a rotating cast of special guests that join them and go on adventures and cause a lot of mayhem. Their episodes are easy to binge and very funny some of my favorite things about this podcast and the characters in particular there is a character named butthole who is a cleric and that farts a bunch in the name of their god moonhammer and he adopts a dog named goblin jr star star uh there is also a witty lying halfling rogue with a dark backstory because rogues have to have dark backstories oh he also has a lot of tattoos there is also a half elf wizard who is venturing out to learn what does it mean to be a human they have never experienced and known humans uh they are also learning that magic missile always hits If you don't believe me that this podcast is hilarious and very enjoyable to listen to, let's listen to their promo.
2: You're invited to listen to Dum Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons & Dragons. It's hosted by a veteran dungeon master and features three crazy heroes alongside a cast of special guests. Join our party and find out why Dum Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Dragon Talk, and why Dum Dumbs and Dragons has been downloaded more than 4 million times. Dum Dumbs and Dragons. Listen on Spotify. You can find
0: out more about Dum Dums and Dragons at dumdumdice.com. On any social media platform, you can find them as dumdumdice. And you can find out more and the links to them in this episode's show notes. So, with all that information out of the way, let's go visit the Nessos home.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, you walk into your family's house and it's um I think notably quiet. The entryway, there's no one really bustling around. It's all very clean and tidy. Servants have been through. What do you do? What are you looking for?
0: Where I had found my father previously? Can I go to that room?
1: Where had you found him previously?
0: I don't know if it was like the dining room or just wherever they held held like meetings because my father had been busy, like with some servants and making sure that things were like correct or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I found him there. And then like, I had asked him if he could speak in his office, but being that, I'm pretty sure that there's probably a room where they hold their usual meetings. I want to go there.
1: Okay. Yeah. You head there, the door is closed to this room. It's a double, it's double doors. And I think that there are like embossed carvings here of centaurs and It it sort of is signaling that the room is in use and there is muffled voices coming from beyond. But I think due to the enchantments of the door, you can't really make out any actual words.
0: Could I, if I use a eavesdropping spell?
1: In fact, you could.
0: Okay. And if I succeed in this, could I include Anna in this role or in this spell so that both of us could hear it?
1: If you really succeed.
0: Okay. I hope I really succeed. I love it.
1: Anna, suddenly your vision is hijacked and you are as though viewing through an incredibly high definition.
0: Wait, question. Are we listening or seeing? Because if it's seeing, then that's actually a 12. Because observing a place. Yeah, that's what I I I assumed you were doing. Oh, okay. Then it's a 12. Okay. Which would be an advanced move.
1: Okay. Sick. So what is happening on the other side of this door is an argument. There is your father, or Bennett the Sixth. There is your mother, Odessa. There is a tall, thin man with slicked back black hair. There is Mother Asteri, old, robed, and with just a mask of cheer. There is a dark skinned, bald man with an eye patch. There is an empty seat. There is someone with a hood up who is not speaking, and there is a uh, dark skinned woman wearing a hijab, and. The argument appears to be between Odessa and everybody else.
0: So we've never met Odessa.
1: No, you have not. What do we know about your mother?
0: Yeah, I mean, I have been imagining her as like, just as intimidating as like my father. The pictures that I've pinned is Julianne Moore and uh, Trisha Heffler. Helfer. Helfer. Red hair. Been a while since I've thought about her.
1: Odessa Nessos is aristocratically tall, curly, sumptuous red hair that is pulled at most times into a loose updo as part of this like look. She has a very fantastic dress that I think also has a sort of jeweled sash as part of it and jade earrings. And she is not arguing frantically. She is collected as she is always. But she is arguing seriously and speaking up. Well, I don't know that you would have a baseline for how forceful she would otherwise be in these meetings. But as you are sort of watching, what you are getting from this is that the reason she is arguing against what they are talking about doing is that some new information has been introduced about their plan. In light of that new information, she is no longer certain that moving forward in the way they had planned to previously is the right way to go. Everyone else's argument back to her, specifically the man in the eye patch, is accusing her of being sentimental. They think that losing one daughter has made her soft and she's not interested in doing what needs to be done just because another daughter is involved.
0: Is. I'm guessing because you said everyone is like, what is my father's demeanor? Like, is he also arguing with her?
1: He is not arguing with her. He is also not defending her. Uh-huh.
0: What are they talking about here? She doesn't have what it takes because you're involved. What does that mean? I'm not quite sure. I mean, I know that they're beating about me, but I'm not quite sure like why or what this plan is getting really really bad vibes i i don't really know what to make of my mom standing up against nemagio well it sounds like she might be the only one on your side right now but without more information i don't know what to say is bennett in that room and like my brother no can we so can we see inside this room then with like theo's magic mm-hmm. are there any like details in the room that we can notice, like, do they have any, like, notes somewhere, like, on, like, a table or, like, on a board or anything that's, like, giving sense of what they're talking about, giving more context. And could I surmise that empty seat? Who is that supposed to be for?
1: How would you surmise that? Do you want to roll to surmise? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the hidden third sharp roll? Surmise. <laughs> I mean, if that's a thing, I just, like... I don't know. I just thought that it was unusual for you to point out there's an there's an empty seat. But I mean, I guess part of me is just like, well, I guess that would usually be for Bennett the seventh. But because I know that my other siblings haven't really been in the loop with like what these meetings are, actually, my th- okay, my sisters showed me a seating chart of this meeting. Who was supposed to be sitting in that seat?
1: I think in the seating chart that was an empty seat.
0: It was fuck. Okay. Go ahead, Laurie. Do I get to roll for anything for that? Or seeing if there's anything in the room that maybe clues on what they're talking about more? Ooh, could I use oops?
1: You can use it.
0: Johnny, I want to stumble across something important. I'm telling the keeper.
1: Thank you for telling me that you're telling me. Yes. So Anna, I think while this is happening, I like the idea of you just like wandering off into the kitchen, which is the next room over and just fumbling through like fiddling with a pile of mail. Mm -hmm. And you're looking and it's like, you know, some junk, some like, thank you for your $80,000 donation. Crap like that. Invitations to galas, advertisements for credit cards, the brands of which you've never even heard of. And there's a, um, there's a tarot card, the moon.
0: Do I recognize it as one of towers? No. What do I know about the moon card?
1: I want to point out one other thing that like, the moon card and like what's printed on the back it's all just black and then there is a a star shape inside a hand icon is it drawn or printed printed
0: okay i think she picks it up kind of brings it over to theo and is like any reason why your family's practicing tarot with some oddly strange drawings on the back a hand and a star hold, hold on i want to roll a really bad situation and open my third eye
1: oh yeah
0: could i Maybe kind of do the same thing with Spirit Touched. Sure. 12. Why did my family's house draw the Star King's attention?
1: Because they're talking about him.
0: How can I keep the Star King and his power safe from my family?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Pardon me is reading your <laughs> your response to that with like, my family wants to get to the Star King somehow or use his power somehow. How can I protect and prevent that? How can I prevent the Maggio from getting to the Starking and using his power? I don't want to exclude or... I want to include the whole Maggio, not just my family.
1: Leave. Immediately.
0: They want to use you to get to him. Who's my biggest threat in this room?
1: The man with the eye patch.
0: Are there any dangers you haven't noticed?
1: I think you are aware Mother Asteri has a driver. A sort of bodyguard type who goes with her everywhere. She's not in the room, but you know that if, if her car is here, he's the one who brought her here.
0: Wait, is Mother staring not in the room or the bodyguard's not here?
1: The bodyguard's not in the room.
0: Um, I also rolled um, an 11 for spirit-touched. Okay. So that allows me to sense spiritual things or spirity things fully. Kind of a loose whatever you think that would mean. But I'm sensitive to the supernatural, so.
1: There's something coming from the card and there's something coming from the door from the card, it's real. It was from a reading and the card and the deck that it came from have real precognitive power. I think you can tell also that it was drawn a long time ago, like 20 years. Say
0: 24 years?
1: I didn't say that. The door, the piece of information that I want to give you, it's not druidic magic.
0: You mean the door to the meeting or a door?
1: Yeah, that should stand out to you.
0: What kind of magic is it? Well... Is it like magica, or something else?
1: It's like magica.
0: Like or it is Magicka? Both. Theo's going to take Anna's hand and just like whisper like, we have to get out of here. Um, yeah, there's something freaky going on with this. Because I've done this a million times, take the path less traveled and sneak out of the house.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: I want to like leave, but not the same way that I came in. Undetected. Yeah, essentially I want to sneak, because being that, like, I don't know where that bodyguard is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I recommend we go sneak and get ya- going to the clock child car and get out of here. I think you I think you leave Leave this car here. I agree.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. We're locked under pressure, and Anna will help out.
0: Hell yeah. I rolled, and it's an advanced move now. 12. Advanced move. Um, I also rolled 12, and it's also an advanced move. <laughs> <laughs> we are great. <laughs> Alright, let's go, let's go. And I think like Anna's kinda like ushering you. She's like, where do we gotta go? And she's like just kinda pushing you through and she's like total like bodyguard mode. <laughs> like looking around. Theo is like has your hand and just like in a grip, almost pulling you along. Johnny, if you would allow me, I feel like there's because Theo is stressed and I feel like there's so many overwhelming emotions going on right now, I feel like her magic has like a short fuse where she has this weird sudden like flashback. Where she is holding Selena's hand as Selena is like pulling her through the house mm-hmm. to get away from probably Deacon, who's in a rage
1: or something. Almost certainly Deacon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think as they're kind of sneaking through, Anna's just keeping an eye out, making sure nobody's looking, and try to sneak to I think the Clockwork Child's van. Yeah, it definitely. See it goes out the usual window and leads. Anna to the tree that overhangs from the neighbors, get over the wall and get to that tree. Mm-hmm. Her family hates that tree because it always overhangs the yard and the leaves always fall and they always have to get it raked up by the servants. I think we get open up the, open up the van like door. All right, we need to get out of here pronto.
1: Yes, no problem.
0: Closes the door behind her. Let's um head to Dawnbreak maybe, regroup with the rest of the group, tell them what we found out.
1: I support this plan.
0: Sorry, I didn't get to meet your family, but um, maybe it's for the best. Theo nods.
1: Are you well, little one? I'm okay. Are you lying? Theo nods. So does Anna. <laughs>
0: Anna's not. An Anna. <laughs> I think, for the record, by the way, uh, Anna hasn't let go of your hand if you if you're once we get into the car.
1: oh, so like he's driving you. And you're in the back seat. Like he's mm-hmm. your dad.
0: Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Like we open up the side door and I like kind of usher, usher Theo in. Yeah, I think there's a moment where Theo like looks up into the rearview mirror and like meets Yano's eyes and like her eyes shimmering. There's just the look of like defeat, terror. I don't know if acceptance is the right word, but I just like the sentence that comes to mind is like, "It was true all along." Or like, yeah,
1: he drives faster.
0: On the way to to Dawnbreak, could Anna do something? Sure. What? Because I imagine it's probably like a silent car ride. I don't feel like Theo is saying much of anything. Nope. So I kind of think that Anna might actually go into her like headspace to talk to Lowry. Okay. Hey, uh, you, you got a second?
1: Well, I have to take my dry cleaning in, but...
0: Yeah, uh, that's funny, dry cleaning. No, actually, I wanted to talk to you about something... So I found this spell uh, earlier today that I was thinking maybe we could try out. I could create a temporary body. So we could maybe try out some new shapes for you and figure out which one you like and get a feel for what you want to look like. I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: What's your game?
0: Well, if you must know, I was going to suggest that maybe you try out a human shape at least for a day so that we could go on a date.
1: Roll manipulate someone. Eight. He is, and I am, thrown. (laughs) Uh, uh, What's... You found a spell? You found a spell?
0: Yes, a spell that would um, let you uh, have a... Temporary body. I think it's more like a 24-hour type thing. Cinderella story. You can go back to being a pumpkin after we're done. But (laughs) Or you could be a pumpkin. Or yeah, or you could be a pumpkin. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing.
1: (laughs) My thing?
0: I don't you said you wanted wings or something. I don't know. And I, I get that. Like if that's what you want to be, then fine. But if that's the case, before you do that, maybe we could go have some fun on a date. It's just like I mean, Theo, like, her family, like, it got me thinking, like, the people that are around you, like, I don't know, they're they're important, and like, I'm not good at this, um, I really have liked having you in my head, and I maybe don't show that, that much, but it's been kind of quiet without Kira and everybody else, and I don't know, you're nice to have around.
1: I mean, even though he's he's sort of just a a mental construct of himself, he is beat red. Uh huh. <laughs> just like mm, uh, he will make and then abruptly break eye contact with you a couple of times, and then be like, "You, you've made it. You've made it really comfortable here for me. I've liked being um here also. A date?
0: Yeah, a date.
1: Like a date?
0: Yes, I'll buy you dinner. Actually, I have a whole a whole list of things we could do.
1: Oh, a list. Yes. So you've um, you, you've thought about it for a while.
0: Okay, don't flatter yourself. What? Maybe uh, maybe I've thought about it a little. Yes.
1: Um, what the hell? Sure.
0: Okay. Cool. Um, what you doing tomorrow night?
1: Going wherever you put me.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, maybe after we do. I didn't I...
1: mean. I'm sorry.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That it, well, <laughs> Lowry, I am blushing. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see where the evening takes us, but, well, <clears throat> I have a whole agenda planned, but um, I will have to figure, I'll, I'll have to get the spells components, but then maybe we can um, have a fun night.
1: Well, I'd say I'll be there with bells on, but that is apparently up to you.
0: Oh, well, how do you want to look?
1: Let me think about it. How would you... um Runs her finger through <laughs> his hair. How do you think I should look?
0: Um I don't know. I like how you look. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna awkwardly go back now. Um
1: Just like fade out of existence. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but I'll um Okay, bye. <laughs> just like doesn't know how to like get out of this quicker. Uh, um, yes, what?
1: But I was just saying just saying bye. Okay, bye. Okay, so after a tense and um, differently tense conversation and car ride, you uh, three pull up to Dawnbreak.
0: All right. Oh, also, Emma had her vision, right? Yes. After that happened, she's like, "Oh, ah, oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> shit." Um. Okay, I just had a a vision. Um. Let's go talk to Mark and Kira. You coming, Theo? Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. I just, I just need a minute. Okay. Right. Anna kind of like squeezes your hand. We'll be inside.
1: Is this a problem with which Yano can help?
0: I don't know. You can stay. I think that if Yano stays and he stays in the driver's seat, Theo will we'll climb into the passenger seat. And I think like pull her knees to her chest and just, I don't want to say meditate, but just like, processing and just kind of needing a minute to maybe pull herself together but yeah just kind of sit in silence but yeah then she'll i think she will be like okay and get out of the car
1: all right so now you're all in done break and you can all talk to each other what's the move
0: for the record when we got inside And Theo saw Mark, immediately goes up to Mark and just like full on hug, but like at your side. Hey, I love you. I love you too. Anna fills everybody in on what she saw in her vision. Okay, so we we are actually going to go talk to Theo's family, which we'll get to in a second. Because there's something going on there. But there's also this vision that I just had on the way here. So, Dockers... He's in, still in your head, right, Mark?
2: He's still there.
0: Um, I had a vision that he was like killed again, but like as a ghost. Like he got stabbed by these people wearing like these demon-looking masks, masks with horns.
2: Maybe there's a protection spell we can put to keep him safe.
0: <sighs> maybe, yeah. I think as as Anna's describing it, I think Kira maybe chimes in, and she's like, "I kind of sound." Like like these masks, and she shows the drawing um, that Dockers had actually done of the the sugaman <laughs> people. They look like this. Yep, it's that. Um, what is that? And Kira will explain. Catch everybody up. If they're coming after Dockers, why would they? Why would they come after a ghost? I'm trying to remember. In the vision, did they like did the daggers like do anything when they like stabbed Dockers? Like, did he he evaporated into like smoke or something or?
1: The daggers like cut into his ghostly spirit flesh.
0: Whatever daggers that they had, they could hurt him and he turned into smoke. So I don't know if like there's something we could do to protect him, but we got to keep him safe. So if I remember correctly, what I have done in my notes is that doctors is safest with either Mark or Theo the very vague help that we got from the investigate a mystery was prevent them from what they're trying to do do we know what they're trying to do like based on anna's description of like what the daggers were doing and like him turning into smoke or like mist or whatever could be like maybe re- investigate a mystery on like what they're attempting sure okay anna will roll investigate and she rolls a 7
1: i would allow kira to help out
0: and she pulled fucking 15, advanced move.
1: <laughs> okay. Ask your fucking two questions.
0: Uh, yeah, like what are they trying to do with uh, with these daggers and stuff? Um, it's, it feels like as if they're using him for something, but what is the, what is that purpose?
1: What they're doing in that vision is grinding him up to use as fuel for their master's treasure machine.
0: Is there a way to like negate what they're trying to do like if those daggers are able to do that or whatever they're doing is able to do that is there like a spell or something that we know at our disposal that could prevent them from using him as fuel
1: if he could cross over that would put him out of their reach
0: mm. are they oh are they trying to get dead life from him do you think that's probably what it is isn't it because that's the souls that don't cross over yeah The. yeah i don't know <laughs> sorry Getting him to cross over would yeah, be... If yeah, if
1: you want to keep him sort of out of the... I don't think there's really a spell that you know that could, like, knock the daggers out of functionality.
0: Right. So it's either, like, just preventing him from getting in their crosshairs or take them out completely. All right, well, then I think Anna will kind of look at Theo since they had just kind of extensively researched Dead Life and Magicka. While we've been learning a little bit more about Dead Life, I think maybe what they're trying to get from Dockers is is dead life. It sounds like it's really just from souls that haven't passed on. Sounds right. I mean, if dockers were to cross over, that would make him the safest or we have to do something to keep him safe other in another way.
1: You want to like give me a gun? Um, cuz ordinarily I don't fuck around with the military industrial complex, but if it's going to be like that, I should probably be able to defend myself. I'd rather have it not need it, you know.
0: I think Kira's like maybe maybe not a a gun, but maybe some other weapon we could we could uh, rock with. Um,
1: totally, totally.
0: How do you feel about katanas or um, I don't, John? You tell, what are some other types of belated weapons?
1: <laughs> John, can we get some some what what are swords?
0: Swords. Uh, <laughs> our rapier kind of seems a little too fancy. Maybe um, we got a we got a broadsword. We got a scythe. I was going to um, say, like,
2: like, a machete, maybe? That seems, like, more appropriate for someone that might have, like, or...
0: I don't mean to poke holes in this, but how are you going to give Dockers a weapon? I mean, we could potentially make him corporeal for a short amount of time. Won't that put him in more danger? I mean, that's... If he's in Mark, he has a layer of defense right there. That's a good point. Because they're going to have to do something to Mark to get Dockers out.
2: I mean, at very least, it would be cool to have to give Dockers a high five <laughs> instead of being inside my head.
0: <laughs> I have a question. I'm wondering if Anna could maybe use her abjuration effect if, like, we wanted to put Dockers in Mark's head. If she could use her, one of her abjuration effects to completely ward a building or area, could the area be Mark's head to, like, make no, sure that nobody else can get in and, like, get Dockers out? Would that count as an area?
1: I think you could. Yes, it's technically a physical space.
0: Okay, so then I think Anna will speak up and be like, well, we could keep him in Mark's head. Um, I have a, an abduration effect I could use that would keep him pretty safe. At least nobody else could get him out of, of Mark's head, so he'd be safe in Mark's head. That sounds like a good idea. Nothing else could enter, so it would, definitely wouldn't hurt. I might just need to um, come into your head for a little bit, Mark, if that's cool.
2: Uh. Okay. Will it hurt?
0: No, it won't hurt. I'm very good at what I do.
2: All right, then.
0: Just one second. And I think Anna's going to like sit down and then she'll be like, Mark, come sit over here.
2: Mark follows and sits down cautiously.
0: Yeah. And I think she might actually like kind of like grab your hands and kind of like a meditative type thing. And then we'll see if she can go into Mark's head to put up these words.
1: I am going to have you roll use magic. I will let Mark roll help out. Okay. Because I did a zen move.
2: Twelve!
0: Well, I only rolled a seven to do it.
1: Okay. So I think what that will mean is that it will it will take quite a while indeed.
0: While that is going on, can Theo do some big magic? Probably. Kira could help. She could show you where, like, all the things and stuff are. Yeah, do you have a room that I could... Work on something yeah uh and kira will actually kind of lead you down a like spiral uh staircase down to like this main area where i think like the the bookshelves and everything are just like if you need to research anything library is yours but then down this hallway there is uh just around the corner and then she'll lead you into a room where i think like all of their magic stuff is. So this guy kind of have like a little lab set up where there's like a spot to mix things. There's probably some herbs and stuff in there. Not, not much. They don't have that as like their haven. So it's not, probably not well stocked, but they do have some stuff from like Lincoln Ramsey and just like a table, like open table for you to work if you need to mix anything. Um, And then just like a, an open area too if you need to like sit and put out candles or anything. Probably a cauldron or something too. I don't know. This is a good space. Like, Yeah. If you don't mind me working here. Yeah. um, Is there anything I can help with? What are you trying to do?
1: Yeah, Theo. What are you trying to do?
0: Is Kira wearing the bracelet that Theo had made her? Of course. Theo will shake her wrist, reveal probably a little tattered Mark's old bracelet that that she had made him in Duluth. Oh, that was dipped in blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that one. This doesn't really do anything now. I'm kind of thinking about imbuing it with some magic again, but something a little bit more powerful and something maybe to connect Mark and I. Sure. Um, Johnny, I'm wondering if uh, one of of Dawnbreak's tags, I think, is like magical gear. Mm -hmm. Is there any sort of like, let's say component or magical something that like could help with like Theo trying to like improve this bracelet that she has?
1: How is she trying to improve it?
0: So there's two things that I'd really like to do. One, I'm wondering if I would be able to put some magic into this to kind of amplify and add on top of the prevention of scrying and locating Theo of the, the, of the spell that Anna did. Theo wants to do the biggest magic spell of protection. Cloaking. Yeah, on herself that she can. And then she also would like to, because Mark's blood is soaked and dried in this leather connected to Mark so that at the very minimum, like Mark knows where she is or like maybe recreate that bond that had like every once in a while been between the two of them.
1: So, so I'm clear you want to like super cloak yourself and then also tell Mark where you are.
0: Yeah, kind of have it be almost like a locator, but for Mark to find Theo.
1: So you want no one on Earth to be able to know where you are except for him? Yeah. Okay, so that too will take some time and I will have you all use magic. 11. Okay, you can spend some time doing that. Anna can spend some time doing that. Kira, what are you going to spend this time doing?
0: Um, I think helping Theo in whatever way you should- uh, she can if there's like any maybe components or devices that she has that could aid in this bracelet. I don't know if like even if like like maybe she even has like a bead or something that is like made of some sort of semi-precious stone that could like help with the spell. I don't know. Theo would be asking for like if she has like leather or strips of leather because like Theo's going to kind of make a new bracelet but entwine the old one within the leather. You know what I just realized? I, we actually had this with Samantha Clayton. We had a cloaking device from the drum. Oh yeah. Could we maybe use like fuse it somehow with what Theo's trying to do? Like incorporate the tech somehow? So it's like a combo tech and magic thing.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. So yeah, I think Kira would just be trying to help with that. And she'd maybe try to look for these other materials that she's looking for. Like grab some leather. Yeah. She'll like ask black obsidian and amethyst and leather if you have any like beads that are made out of black obsidian or amethyst mm-hmm. yeah I think we I think we might have something around here we can use lavender yeah Kira will kind of scrounge up what she can find bring it to Theo Then I think Anna will continue to do what she's doing with with Mark and Kira will help Theo I think she gets the vibe some things going on with Theo but she doesn't Cry or or ask. She's just she'll just kind of sit in silence with her and at, do whatever she needs. So I'll just help. I'm guessing that Yano kind of just shadows Theo.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Theo will use magica
1: when she's making this bracelet. Okay, that makes sense. That'll shave off some time. So now,
0: so can Anna go inside Mark's head and do this protection thingy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, nice. I like what you've done with the place, Mark.
2: Uh, thanks. I like to keep things tidy up here.
0: Yeah. Um, where, whereabouts in your head is Dockers?
2: Um, oh, he's, he's right over, right over, th- right over here, man. Okay, great. And I like, I, I want, I want there to be a room with like drapes and like, like pillows and bead shit. Bead curtains. And he's just, yeah, bead
1: curtains and he's just there. <laughs> just chill in. Oh.
2: Hey
0: Dockers.
1: Not used to having guests.
0: Yeah, I've missed uh, having you around my head.
1: It's kind of a weird thing to say.
0: Well, the last time that you were there, I kind of of made a mess of things, but um, I don't think I ever really apologized last time. I kind of left you in uh, the director's office and you got stuck there and that was my fault. So I'm sorry about that.
1: Oh, it's chill. I found my way back.
0: Okay, well, I'm here to hopefully keep you safe, so don't mind me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some, uh, some spells. Sick. But uh, we'll keep you safe. And then, yeah, I think Anna will just kind of go around Mark's head, around the perimeter of it, I guess, and just kind of be doing um, what she needs to do, kind of drawing. I think like runes in the air as she's kind of going and will ward it from anyone else trying to get inside Mark's head. Alright. I think we should be just about all set. Keep a good, a good eye on him, Mark.
2: I'll keep a good eye on him.
0: And I will pop back out. By the way, I have a date with your brother. Wait, what? <laughs> anyway bye
1: <laughs> Well dude, what an exit line.
2: What what just
1: happened? Mark says aloud in physical reality.
2: What do you mean? Hmm? What? You're acting
0: all weird Mark. What?
2: I'm always weird. What What are you talking about?
0: You just have a date with your, with Lowry.
2: Like in your head? Like what?
0: Um, I'm going to make him a temporary body and then we're going to go on a date. It's totally normal. Don't worry about it.
2: How are you going to do that? With magic. You found a spell for it?
0: Yeah. There's spells for like almost everything.
1: Is it going to be like anatomically?
2: <laughs> Mark's like, is there a spell to get my wings back? <laughs> <laughs> Aww. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool it's good for the both of you
0: <laughs> thanks yeah yeah anyway i thought, thought i'd let you know
2: do i get to see him when when he has a body
0: yeah i'm not like the pocket like keeping him locked under lock and key or anything of course Man,
2: magic is weird
0: i mean i definitely want to like have time alone with him but maybe we could do like sort of like a double date at least for part of the day
2: sure wh- wh- whatever you guys want well, what do you want well, this isn't about me <laughs>
0: No, but he's your brother.
2: It's it's fine. You guys, you guys have a good hey.
0: time. Hey, I think Anna like <laughs> grabs you by the shoulders.
2: Ah. <laughs>
0: he's important to you too.
2: He is, and it'd be cool to just, you know, see him on this side.
0: Yeah, so we'll fucking make it happen. Yeah, it'll It's it'll not be an fine. imposition,
2: don't worry, it's fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worrying, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm grounded, I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right. Could I do like one last thing with
0: Kira? After I do the spell, can I ask you for one more favor? Yeah, what's up? Do you know what ayahuasca is? Yeah, that's it's like a, a brew you can use. I think it's like a, like a, you can have like psychic visions and stuff. Yeah, so there's this thing that I want to do. It's not ayahuasca, but it's similar in that you need like an enclosed small space and just to be surrounded by the smoke. I was kind of thinking I could make a f- dome with my magic and if, You and Nyano want to join in, you can, but essentially it's more of a, like, calming, tranquil, I don't know if spell's a weird word to say with it. Medicine? Yeah, you burn chamomile, rosemary, some rice, lavender, and Himalayan pink salt. I don't know if you have any or all of that. Do I have any Himalayan pink salt?
1: Himalayan pink salt, almost certainly. Uh, I don't know about the rest of it.
0: I don't think I have all of it. I mean, we could certainly try to put in a call with Lincoln Ramsey and see if they can bring something over here or maybe Nick.
1: That's a good thought.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we have the time, I know that it sounded like you we had places to be. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, I'll give, I'll give Nick a call. Right, if he doesn't have it, it's fine. Can I call Nick Sparks?
1: Roll, we'll manipulate someone. That's an eight. Uh, Kira?
0: Hi. Um, do you by any chance have any chamomile? We're kind of uh, need to do a spell here pretty quickly and, um, out of chamomile, which apparently we need. I figured I'd give you a call.
1: Are you having a tea party?
0: Not exactly. Um, more of like a meditation, I guess. Okay. Come on. You what- your favorite little reporter. Who <laughs> <sighs> just happens to be dating your brother.
1: Yeah, I, I have that. Sure. All
0: right, can you come uh, bring it, uh, swing by down break and bring it over?
1: Uh, Yeah, give me 20 minutes.
0: All right, I'll uh, see you soon. I will hang up. He says he can bring it by in about 20 minutes. Okay, is that all right with you? Like, yeah. Because we needed to do something. Well, we know where we need to go. We need to go talk to this woman in Golden Valley. But if whatever you need to do here is going to help us out there, then I say let's do it. They will nod. All right. How are you doing? Honestly, not good. Hoping that this will help. Well, um, I don't know what has been going on, but you know we're always here for you, right? Yeah, I do. I think it, like Kira looks at like Yano, maybe just like shares like a like a little nod. Johnny, can I roll glamour? Okay. It's gonna be a 14. Theo holds out her left hand and, like, flexes her fingers. And where there was not a ring finger, there is. And Theo says, I know who my real family is. Hmm. Damn straight. Kira might actually kind of just, like, give you a little hug. Yeah, Theo's gonna... I don't think that she'll be able to hold in, like, a squeak, gasp of, like, a sob. Anna and I heard a meeting with my parents and members of the Maggio arguing about some plan that got disrupted with new information. And what I could surmise is that it had something to to do with me, to do with the Star King. They wanted to use you somehow. Use me, kill me, get to him. I don't know, we, we had to leave. I'm still processing it all. My mom was fighting against it. And I mean, they just thought that it was for sentimental reasons because she's afraid of losing another daughter. But I don't think that's true. Well, we don't know what they're after, but we're not going to let them touch you. Theo kind of just gives like a sharp nod. Let's go see what the rest of them are up to. Yeah. I think we'll maybe just wait until Nick shows up so that Theo can do the spell. Do you want to in the inter- interim? Kind of OOC. Do you want me to fucking strike a tree with lightning? Oh yeah, we need to do that. Oh, while while we're while we're at it, um, do you have lightning powers. Do you think you could maybe um strike a just a of that tree right there with lightning? I kind of need it for a spell <laughs> or a device, a magical spell device. I don't know. It's not really my area of expertise. Yeah, I can. Yeah, totally. Uh, who's gonna strike a tree with lightning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay we'll use magic
0: i think maybe kira just like grabs like a fire extinguisher just in case why oh my god, <laughs> why, why are you holding that because if it the tree starts on fire i don't want it, the whole thing to go up in flames <laughs> it's the middle of winter it can still it's burn. magic <laughs> okay it's fine so you roll a 14 okay uh i think that she like whirls her hands around each other kind of like a tornado and then like throws them through the sky, almost like spiking a ball on the ground, pulls the lightning from the sky and hits the tree that Kira wants her to. There,
1: see? <laughs> I'm good at stuff.
0: Like cracks her fingers. I mean, I totally understand that when we've been in there, Elsie always, always hasn't gone great. Like there was the time with the snow and helping the charming coachman, but like it works most of the time. Yeah, no, I. It, this was literally just a precaution. I don't have enough money to afford, like, new landscape, so. See who looks around, it's just all snow and a couple okay. of trees. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of close to the building, you never know. You know, Mark is, seems interested in landscaping. Maybe he can help you when the spring comes. Yeah. He does have a thing for rocks. <sighs> anyway, so we do that. I have the materials to make the device now, right? Almost. I just have to do the tiers thing?
1: Yep, you just have to attune it.
0: Who's the, Who's the other person Tears you need? Embers.
1: Oh, great.
0: Did we ever get clarification on how that was going to happen? Like,
1: I have an idea.
0: Oh, yeah? Would you share it with me? Mark could help. Okay. I mean, I guess we're still waiting for Nick, so we could try to do that now. But for whatever. Okay. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if you could help me with something. Oh, fuck. I need to get tears.
2: You want me to cry?
0: No, no, um. no. <laughs>
2: I mean, if you punch me hard enough, I might.
0: <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Except for they probably evaporate because, you know, no eyes. Actually, wait, can I cry?
0: It might just burn right up, I guess.
2: <laughs> I think Mark has like an internal crisis for a second. He's like, wait a minute, I don't have eyes. I, I can't, I, I can't, I, I can't cry.
0: No, Ember, who I don't know how much you know, but she's, I've been trying to open up lines of communication with her, which is why we've got these materials in the first place like the silver in the tree but i need to get her tears and i don't i don't know how the fuck to do that but i'm thinking maybe you could help i don't know if you could make a connection with her and do something
2: would i know anything that is sentimental to
0: um, or
1: could i dig into the mind of her to figure out what's mark why don't you roll investigate a mystery eight
0: could kira help out
1: yeah how would you help out He is trying to figure out what thing he might be able to know that could make Ember cry.
0: Yeah. She would talk about, I mean, what she knows about Ember. The fact that I guess maybe that she was ripped from another time that she's kind of, I think, just more more or less has been just like a spectator this whole time that she's been here. That it's the the same vibe of what we felt with Oscar. It was that he was like, sorry, but he couldn't. Stop himself. I almost get the same vibe from her. I think that's what she would maybe say, like from what she can intuit. Okay. So that is a a ten to help out, but Kira has helping hands, so that makes Mark uh, Mark's roll a ten.
1: Okay, Congratulitos. I think if you can force her to confront that she's like not in control of herself and her destiny, I think the more you can point out to her that she's sort of utterly alone here and integrate to what extent you can the life that she lived that led to her becoming so fractured.
2: All of those things you just said, like, what if we were to just put those images in her mind?
0: Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking.
2: All right. And he goes, may I? And he puts his hands up beside your head. Yeah. I think Mark closes his eyes, puts his thumbs on your temple and just like focuses on Ember for a minute. And then channels all of her thoughts and, and feelings towards this. I think he also, Mark also says, be as brutal as you can with these thoughts. And then tries to siphon it. Yeah, so
0: then I think Kira will kind of go through the catalog of the list of things that have happened over her life. All of the abuse and violence that she's endured. Uh, all of the times that she felt alone. The fear of not being in control uh, of her own body, feeling like there was nobody ever to listen that she was a monster, all that stuff, just channel that in.
2: and also the thoughts and feelings, just the pro- the projection of of Ember as well, just like how you how you witnessed all of that happening and things like I think just seeing her seeing her reflection of herself. I think we'll hopefully... Mark, roll use
1: magic. Kira, roll help out.
2: Uh, I got a nine.
0: Kira also rolled a nine, but with helping hand, yours becomes an 11.
1: So Kira, that will put you in some danger that I'm comfortable saving for now. But here's what will happen. Mark has his hands on your head, and he is transmitting your thoughts deeper into yourself throughout the entirety of your mind space and finding not only the thoughts about your life and your feelings, but what you know about Ember's life, her feelings, how you view her. Meanwhile, in the real world, tears will begin to fall from your eyes, Kira, and they will also begin to fall from Mark's.
2: Mm. Are they tears of black?
1: No, they're like hot and glowing, like lava, but they're not quite that hot. They're just like this very warm, pale orange tears.
0: Here I would have had some sort of like something to put them in, like some sort of bowl or something that she'd have and make sure that they're collecting them.
1: And yeah, Mark, I think the act of doing this is not pleasant because all of those thoughts and feelings have to like flow through you and you have to sort of reckon with The truth of them and the absolute tragedy of all of them, obviously, but then also because you are a method actor, magician that brings up all of the the loneliness in your own life, all of the things that have isolated you, the degree to which you are complicit in that isolation that you've put yourself there and all of the things that kept you hidden, sequestered, lonely, unconnected in a lot of ways, you did it to yourself. Am I allowed to realize other things?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are. What else would you like to realize? <laughs> I think confirming the fact that I feel like that, but then Kira is also kind of experiencing all of this and stuff like that, too, to also feel that I'm not alone with, with the individuals that I've, I've come into contact with, and I'm, I'm not the only one that's going through the same thing.
1: I think especially after Odd hot tears are sort of as Kira's like taking them away from your face and collecting them into some collection medium. You sort of realize then that all of that isolation was from before and the last few years of your life where you've been working with this woman here in front of you and other people that you've come to know and well Theo let's be honest, like that pain and that isolation, it's made you into what you are for better and worse that you are now for whatever reason, strong enough to protect them all. And maybe the things that have dragged you over the coals haven't broken you, but have tempered you like metal.
2: I think as Mark is channeling these thoughts and after he completes doing this I think Mark is just gonna embrace you and just rem- rem- as a reminder like we're together kind of thing
0: I think Kira's fully like sobbing into your chest
2: <laughs> and I think Mark is kind of in the movie version of this looks off and mm-hmm. and he's got the the you know his, his own tears and just like you
1: guys want to smoke, smoke up or what <laughs>
2: God damn it, Dockers. <laughs> no, you seem like you're having a bad way. This one's for togetherness. I, I think I just, I I go with what Dockers does. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Yeah. I think Kira might get up from the from the floor. Yeah, not to be weird or anything, but I sort of love you, Mark Clayton.
2: <laughs> hey, I love you too. We're in this together.
0: All right, let's go get the rest
2: of them. I think he helps you up and then we go. I love you too, man. <laughs> We all love you, Dockers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think Mark reaches into his mind, just gives him a, like, a, like a hand just appears and like fist bump.
0: So we have everything we need for this device now, right?
1: For the inside. Yep.
0: But it needs to like, did you say it needs something needed to be done with the tears? Like they needed to be distilled or I forget what it was.
1: You have to kind of use them to attune the thing. And there will, you will have to like work The wood, obviously. It's not just like, it's not Minecraft rules.
0: (laughs) So that would take some time to do that then. Um, Could I maybe have somebody, would somebody from Dawnbreak be able to like get started on that process?
1: Almost certainly.
0: Isn't Nick good with his hands? Definitely. Yeah.
1: Speaking of Nick.
0: I do want to say point of information. When Theo cast that glamour on her hand, she dropped any glamour that she may have had on her eye and her right hand.
1: Okay. And
0: is no longer
1: hiding. Hiding
0: that stuff. Okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah, Nick, Nick pulls up and he's got a little pouch. Like I think honestly it's like a brown lunch bag. And he's like, uh, I'm here for the tea party.
0: Kira will like come out to meet him. Uh yeah. Um right this way. We're uh just getting set up in here. Sort of lead him to where okay. Theo had wanted to get set up.
1: He might sort of, I think it, I want him to kind of be like clock that like the gang's all here. Are we mounting up a posse or something? <laughs>
0: There's another cult, not this one. Not, it's not a cult and not it's mild cult, cult <laughs> called um, the cult of Fugumon. And they are, they worship Fugumon, who I guess was a prince of the sea that escaped from there whenever the sea kingdom Disappeared.
1: Is Thudaman the little yellow one with the no. Red <laughs>
0: cheeks? no, 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 no. That's Agumon. That's out of character. Um, no, I get. Yeah, I get. It sounds kind of like a whatever,
1: like a cartoon.
0: No, but it's it's a he's a prince. It's the, uh, the prince of the sea. The only one left. He escaped. He was the king's son and son. And apparently, there's a whole on cult that worships him. And there's a woman who has some information on where maybe we can find them. But this cult is coming after, well, Dockers, the ghost. I don't know if you've met him before.
1: More or less.
0: Yeah. And we think maybe they're after dead life. I don't know what they're trying to do with it, but they're trying to use it as fuel.
1: Everybody's after fucking dead life these days.
0: (sighs) Right? Apparently, you can get it from souls that haven't passed on. Souls that are stuck here, you can use it grafted onto other things. So that makes Dockers potentially a target and we're not sure what they want to do with it, but they're trying to fuel their master's treasure, I think. Treasure machine. I have no idea what that means. So yeah, if you're looking to fight, we've got one coming, I think.
1: All right. Sounds like my kind of shit. Uh, so why are, we, um, why are we making tea beforehand?
0: Just to get in the redhead space. Fair enough. Snatches the chamomile. This is it, right?
1: Yep, he'll come back. I think I want basically everybody. You four, Nick Tommy, Catrell, Donovan, Yano. Yano might be working with the wood. Oh, really? <laughs> Yano might be building like seeing wood and then also silver glass. Just like, oh, I I see what you are going for. Just like you'd come back in and be like, yes, yeah, I thought you were making. I thought you were building mirror. I finished mirror.
0: You've seen Parks and Rec, right? Yeah. It's like Ron Swanson, who's insanely good with wood. (laughs) just like makes a perfectly carved like mirror frame.
1: (laughs) Yano for sure is. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you want him there with you, then he can be there with you.
0: Yes, Theo would like Yano to be there, but she will not force him.
1: Well, it's really a question of do you want him there? Do you want somebody to build this mirror for you? And I think you want him there.
0: I mean, if he builds the mirror while we're doing this, is it going to be done?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm still like 40% on what you're doing.
0: I know. (laughs) It's stupid.
1: It's not stupid. It's just unclear. Tell me what you're doing and what your goal is.
0: Essentially, just like meditation and like calming Theo down. Mm -hmm.
1: Yana will stay for this. I think Kiri will bring you into uh, one of the smaller conference rooms close and then allow Theo to magically seal the door such that the room can become and remain filled with the smoke. I would like for Theo and Donovan to assemble a kind of brazier and for Mark to provide the flame to set a small fire underneath it such that these dried teas and herbs begin to burn and smoke. And then yeah, a, Pale, sweet-smelling smoke will start to rise up and fill the room. Theo, roll use magic. Eleven. Everyone's vision begins to go a bit hazy, I think. Tell me what happens.
0: Let your eyes go kind of, like, out of focus. You don't, like, work them really hard. Or, like, if you're just, like, sitting and just, like, staring but not, like, focusing on anything and you're just kind of sort of zoning out. Relaxing, yeah, like, zoning out because, like your eyes work really, really hard to focus on a thing. So if you just let them not work, like I feel like that's kind of the feeling that overcomes us. Like I also feel like Theo is quietly murmuring just like a breathing technique. In one, two, three, four, five, hold. And then exhale, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, whatever. I did that wrong. But, and your shoulders relax. And it's just not tense. And you just feel comfortable in whatever position you're sitting in. And you, like, it feels like you're floating. And if different thoughts or memories or feelings come up, just kind of be like, oh, I feel this.
1: You can identify them. And let them walk through?
0: Yeah, you're just noting it, at least for Theo. In her headspace, she's walking down this very dark spiral stone staircase. It has light that's only coming through broken cracks or windows in the walls. And it's just covered in, like, dirt and moss, and it's just wet and gross. But as she walks further downwards, it starts to, I think, lighten up. But at the end of the staircase, and I think for everybody else, they would come to their most peaceful or calm or fond memory. And I think for Theo, it is somewhere in her mother's garden. Although Theo cannot see her, she can hear whether she can actually hear it or if it's just a memory her sister's laugh or like her, th- her sister saying her name and yeah I think Theo just kind of goes to a place in her mother's garden that is her favorite and I think it's underneath a tree where it has like soft luscious grass and just like the right curvature of the tree to sit against and Theo just sits there and then I think for Kira and Anna and Mark like that place can be something unique to them I think for Kira like her moment whatever, I think this never happened on screen or anything but we did talk about it the day that Anna was created her and Tommy, the three of them went out for like dinner or something and I think it's just like that moment, him getting to meet her family
2: I think uh, I think Mark's personal space is, is his home. It was his first place that he had for, to himself. And, I mean, he's got his, his, his bird there. And But, yeah, I think I think his, his house is probably uh, his happy place.
0: I think for Anna, I think it's just the cabin in the woods. Lowry's sitting in a fucking chair.
1: So you all spend some time there, sort of ground yourselves, center yourself, and um, then as you sort of come back to the world... There's a sound at the door to this room, and it's not, a, it's not quite a knock, and it's not quite like a scratch. It's like something sort of pushing the door in rhythmically. And Kira, you turn to look, and I think it is like one of those doors that has like at least a, ver- a vertical window that goes very nearly to the floor. And you can see that Edgar, the large, dark dog, is sort of pawing at the door.
0: Open up the door. What's going on?
1: He'll take a couple of steps back and sit down on his haunches. There's been an incident, ma'am.
0: What sort of incident?
1: A ghost attack. Where? Turn and look towards the people and come, like, sort of intelligence place on the Minneapolis-Golden Valley border. She was glowing.
0: Okay. Sounds like it's probably her then. Um, We'll go check it out. The Undying Soldier? A ghost that is working with the cults of Dugamon. I feel like Theo. I mean, I feel like Theo is standing like a little bit taller or a little bit more sure of herself. We should go then. Yeah. I think Kira just like looks around the room. Who's coming?
1: <laughs> Yana will like push up off the ground and up off of his knee and stand up very tall and go, all of us. Executive producer Johnny Grubb. <laughs> This has been The Monsters Playbook, featuring John Wander as Mark Clayton.
0: Lauren Johnson as Anna and Kira Ashland. Maya dutchin wander as Theo
1: Nessos. And Johnny Grubb as literally everybody else. Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monsters Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya dutchin wander and edited by Maya dutchin wander and Lauren Johnson. If you like this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find the Monsters Playbook on the social network of your choice. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and now on Blue Sky. You can also hang out with us on Discord, and if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening.
0: Thugamon.
1: God damn it.
0: Gotta catch him. It's you and me. This cult is my destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Thugamon. Oh, we have no friends.
1: And one day the world will end. (laughs) (laughs) Thugamon. Stealing stuff from Cross.